Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Dining room tables, relaxing on our sofas, and getting a restful night's sleep on our brand name mattresses. At WTOP, they take pride in creating customized marketing plans for their advertisers that deliver measurable results. So if you're looking for quality, in-stock furniture at a great price, visit any of our Regency Furniture locations in the DMV. And if you need help attracting new customers to your business, I encourage you to contact WTOP at WTOP.com and search advertise. This is WTOP News. WTOP FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Butch in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dan. In Maryland, accident in Lanham on John John Hanson Highway westbound at the Beltway. Two lanes are blocked in Silver Spring for an accident. Georgia Avenue northbound at the Beltway. No problems right now crossing the Bay Bridge. In Virginia, two right lanes are blocked in Newington on 95 southbound between Fairfax County Parkway and Lorton for overnight road construction. Road construction has left lane closed in Falls Church on 66 eastbound between Westmoreland Street and Washington Boulevard in the district were closed due to an accident on New York Avenue westbound at South Dakota Avenue Northeast 395, 295, 695, all moving along with no problems. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for till full years. Visit windownation.com. Have a great day. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Sunshine returns today with lighter winds and much more seasonable temperatures as we will track 50s for highs this afternoon and for your President's Day. Now, the morning hours, quite chilly. We're in the teens and 20s, even mid-20s in the district right now, but those temperatures will start to warm. 40s at lunchtime and low 50s again this afternoon. And we do it again for your President's Day. Higher temperatures by Thursday are pushing 60 degrees with more clouds and the next chance for rain on Friday. I'm 7 News meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Temperatures in our area are crisp this crisp this morning. It is 22 degrees in Laurel, 24 degrees at Farragut Square. Springfield checks in at 25 degrees at 559 on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Dan Ronan. Coming up on WTOP, a 10-year-old boy is recovering in the hospital after getting caught in crossfire in southeast D.C. A firefighter's death, four still in the hospital, and a homeowner who's lost everything. I'm Dick Yoliano. A D.C. children's choir celebrates 30 years of singing the gospel. I'm Gigi Barnett. Free lunch, but apparently no free Chromebooks at one local school system. I'm Del Walters. Why did Montgomery County fail to spend billions of dollars in grant funding? We'll dive into it. It is 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Vicki Barker. Battleground losses in Ukraine, a battle over Ukraine aid on Capitol Hill. Russian forces raised their flag in the eastern city of Avdivka, what had been a Ukrainian stronghold since Russia's invasion nearly two years ago. I'm going to fight till we get, get them the ammunition. 
position they need. President Biden's pledge comes as Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky appealed to world leaders at the Munich Security Conference. We are counting on the United States. But it's unclear if and when the House Speaker will take up the bipartisan package passed in the Senate. CBS's Natalie Brand reporting, well, as you heard, Ukraine of focus among world leaders attending the Munich Security Conference. So is Gaza and the possibility of a deal to release more than 100 Israeli hostages held since the October 7th mass. Massacres. Qatar's Prime Minister Mohammed bin Abdulrahman Al Thani has been involved with negotiations. If we are able to reach in the next few days some good conditions on, on that side, I believe that we can see a deal happening very soon. Yet uh, the pattern in the last few days are not really very promising. They're called Britain's Oscars, and the BAFTA awards ceremony gets underway a little later today. We're in a race against the Nazis. Atomic biopic Oppenheimer has 13 BAFTA nominations, including Best Leading Actor for Killian Murphy and Best Film for Director Christopher Nolan. I am Bella Baxter. That gothic retelling of the Frankenstein story Poor Things has 11 nominations, including for star Emma Stone and director Yorgos Lanthimos, BAFTA president Prince William attending the awards, seen as foreshadowing next month's Oscars. Scientists say the forest fires and other extreme weather events linked to climate change mean we're all breathing dirtier air. Yet all that mounting evidence is not changing minds in some quarters, as CBS's Reed Cowan tells us. Despite all we're learning about the impact of climate change, there's still skepticism here in the United States about it. An analysis of social media data by the University of Michigan reveals that nearly 15% of Americans deny climate change is real. The study found that political affiliation most often played the influential role in determining whether a person believed in climate change or not. Donald Trump's convinced that $355 million fine leveled by the judge in his New York civil fraud case was waging a personal vendetta against him. He doesn't want me to talk. You're not allowed to talk because when you hear me talk, you'll say, oh, wow, this is a corrupt system. The former president was campaigning in Michigan last night. He lost the state to Joe Biden last time around. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. 603 February 18th. Right now it's 23 degrees. Plenty of sunshine though today going up to around 50. Good morning, I'm Luke Luker, and the top local stories we're following this hour. D.C. police say a 10-year-old boy is in the hospital this morning after being shot in southeast D.C. 7th District Commander Lachey McCall says police were called just before 8.30 to 13th Street Southeast near Congress Street. When we got here, we located our victim, a 10-year-old juvenile suffering from a gunshot wound to the leg. Uh, At this time, he's been transported to a local hospital. Uh, He was conscious and breathing. The boy was walking with his mother when he was shot. His mother was uninjured. Police say they believe that the boy and his mother were caught between two people shooting at each other, that neither were the intended target. But they're asking anyone with information about the shooting to reach out to D.C. police. Staying in the district, the fire in Northwest has left seven people without a home. D.C. Fire and EMS say the fire began at around 9 p.m. at Rock Creek Church Road near Warder Street. The fire began in the second floor of the three-story home and later engulfed the floor above 
One victim was located inside the home but got out. A total of seven people were displaced. The Red Cross was notified to help. Going to Loudoun County, where they mourned the death of a firefighter, Trevor Brown. Four firefighters also remain in the hospital from Friday's house explosion in Sterling. Board of Supervisors Chair Phyllis Randall says the death of the Sterling volunteer firefighter who leaves a wife and three children is devastating to the county. The house explosion on Silver Ridge Drive is believed to be related to a leaking underground propane tank, but the matter remains under investigation. Randall points to another victim of the disaster. The homeowner is also a victim. This happened not because of her, but to her. And she has completely lost her home. She's lost her pets. She's lost all of her worldly possessions. Chair Randall says the four firefighters in the hospital have a long road to recovery. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A GoFundMe page has been started by friends of Kelly Woods, and that's the homeowner whose home was destroyed in that explosion. It's 6.05. A children's gospel choir that brings the good news to D.C. stages is celebrating a big anniversary. Back in 1994, when Washington Performing Arts created its Children of the Gospel Choir, the goal was to give young voices a safe space to spread gospel music's message of joy and hope. 30 years later... Their voices are still going strong. These kids are going to the White House. They're they're singing for presidents and ambassadors and an opportunity to be with the top-notch gospel artists. Where do you get that? Michelle Fallon is the group's artistic director. While gospel music remains timeless, she says the group will continue to evolve. As the world begins to morph, so do we. Right now, they're very much into musical theater. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. When the pandemic hit, students were forced to work from home. That meant changes. Now, one of those changes is going away. In Anne Arundel County, students were able to take their laptops or Chromebooks home with them during the pandemic. But when the pandemic ended, so did the federal funding that made the program possible. The bottom line, at the end of the school year, the county will collect and refurbish the computers. Students who qualify, though, can still get a grant from the county or the state. Those who don't still have to learn reading, writing, and arithmetic the old-fashioned way. At school, Del Walters, WTOP News. And for the WTOP Mystery Newsmaker Contest, listen this morning during the 8 a.m. hour. We'll play the voice of someone you've heard in the news this week on WTOP. Be the first caller at 855-885-1035 to correctly identify the Mystery Newsmaker and win four a four-pack of tickets to see the temptuous elements at Arena Stage. Visit WTOP.com, search contests for more information. Coming up after traffic and weather, a streaming company is looking to get into the TV manufacturing market. It's 6.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. and weather on the 8th. We go to Mary DePompa in the WTOP Traffic Center. All righty. Thanks. Good morning, Luke Lukert. Happy Sunday and er. If you are out and about, albeit cold, but the weather is cooperating at least this morning. If you do run into low-lying areas with wet pavement, it definitely could be ice with caution there. But main roads are doing pretty well from early this morning. In Northeast on New York Avenue, we have a longstanding closure, I guess. If you're coming inbound, all traffic diverts at South Dakota Avenue 
following direction around the Costco there and back to uh, New York Avenue coming inbound by the time you get to Route 1, Bladensburg Road, alternate one. So a little bit of a workaround for an early Sunday morning, but it is definitely doable. Bottom line, joining New York Avenue come inbound at Bladensburg puts you past this diversion point. Nothing on 295 beyond this, and if we go the opposite direction on to 50 from the Beltway across the bay and back, the only incident is 50 westbound right near the Beltway. A crash was along the right side. Beltway itself seems to be doing okay. We had one disabled vehicle. I ran for it in Virginia. It's on the inner loop as you cross the Woodrow Wilson Bridge in the through lanes. Disabled vehicle perched on the right side waiting for help. No tow truck yet. We'll try to keep you posted. But once in Virginia, Big Road's doing well, 395.95 from the 14th Street Bridge all the way into Spotsylvania County without major issue. Now, back in Maryland, southern Maryland-ish in Hughesville, 231 Prince Frederick Road. You expect delays to get to Patuxent Woods Lane. This is fire department activity. They are alternating travel. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. To 7 News, first alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. We're back to another dry weather pattern with sunshine and just a few passing clouds over the next several days. But it is chilly out there this morning. Upper teens, low 20s outside of the Beltway. Even a hard freeze still in the district. But temperatures will warm. 40s at lunchtime. Low 50s this afternoon. And we'll do it again tomorrow for your President's Day with a freeze in the morning. And low 50s for afternoon temperatures with plenty of sunshine and light winds as well. I'm 7 News, Peter Aldrich, Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now it's 24 degrees in DuPont Circle, 21 in Germantown, and 25 in Annandale. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Steve Potus. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Roku wants to be known as more than just a maker of TV streaming boxes. The company is preparing to roll out a new line of high-end TVs. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman says they'll be a step above Roku's current Select and Plus series. They're releasing a new pro line of TVs. These are going to start launching in the spring, and those are going to cap out in the $1,500 range. Roku's current sets are priced below $1,000. German says the new sets will enter a very crowded field. You don't have to take my word for it. You walk into a Best Buy and you see probably 200, 300 TVs between what's on display and what's available to grab and walk out with. So it is a very aggressive market. Roku is counting on its well-known name to help sell the new sets. The Roku brand is super strong and people really affiliate that brand with TV and video streaming and that TV operating system. So I think it will do quite well. While the new sets will prioritize Roku's streaming platform, owners will be able to connect them to any other TV box they choose. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Steve Potisk on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, school districts in Maryland received millions of dollars in state grants, but some didn't spend it over the past few years. We'll find out why with Maryland Matters reporter Will Ford. It's 612. Former pro football offensive tackle Mitch Schwartz knows for a guy, buying jewelry is a daunting task at most stores, but not if you go to Diamonds Direct. It's very simple and very easy process for a guy to go in there and not be overwhelmed. Mitch found Diamonds Direct and has been back many times buying jewelry for his wife, Brooke, and he's never felt any pressure. They're going to educate you about what you're looking for, what the diamonds are, how the process works. At Diamonds Direct, we respect both you and your budget. 
I think everyone's kind of searching for value you don't want to be taken advantage of, and Diamonds Direct is leading in that regard. You're going to feel really comfortable there. You're going to have a good time. You're going to find something that looks amazing and that you're going to get the best value for it. So if you're worried about getting sweaty palms when you walk into a jewelry store, relax. Take Mitch's advice and enjoy the experience at Diamonds Direct. We have definitely recommended Diamonds Direct to friends, other teammates, everyone else who has been through there has had as awesome an experience as we have. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get directions, showroom hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Steve Cohn for Capital Caring Health. Here, every month, not just February, is Heart Month. Thanks to our dedicated primary care at home team, led by Dr. Heidi Young, we provide in-home advanced cardiac care, for those with heart failure so that rush trips to emergency rooms aren't necessary. Our care team includes physicians, nurse practitioners, and a social worker. For the one in three adults who have heart disease, our care for them is covered by insurance or by us for the uninsured. To learn more, go to capitalcaring.org slash cardiac. Coming up, the official music of D.C. is celebrating some of its most successful artists tonight. More news in 60 seconds. Hey there, friends. Lighten up your hearts with a night of giggles at Laughs for Life, the feel-good event of the year. It's happening on the 27th of April. Don't miss your chance to be a beacon of hope with the Devin C. Rubenstein Foundation. Together, let's prevent suicide among young adults and promote mental health. Ready to make a difference? Head over to dcrf.org to grab your tickets right now and help them rewrite their story. Let's save a life with a smile. That's dcrf.org. PJ Fitzpatrick has a great plan to save on your electric bill. Replace your leaky, drafty old windows with beautifully designed, budget-friendly, energy-efficient, American-made windows. PJ Fitzpatrick has a variety of financing packages that work with most any budget. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick provides the ultimate peace of mind, thousands of five-star reviews, and their famous lifetime guarantee on materials and labor. You can have it all. Visit TrustPJ.com today for a free design consultation. That's TrustPJ.com. This is WTOP News. It's 6.15. I'm Luke Luger, and thanks for being with us. Eight school systems in Maryland, including Montgomery County, received millions of dollars in grant money over the past three years. But a new state audit shows a large portion of that money went unspent, and it's placing the blame on a serious lack of oversight from the Maryland State Department of Education. Maryland Matters reporter Will Ford joined WTOP's Dimitri Sotis with a closer look at why the money was not used. The Office of the Inspector General for Education showed the State Department of Education didn't train or give adequate training for some local school officials to be able to disperse this money, which is supposed to be for children who reside in underserved communities through what's called the Concentration of Poverty Grants. So the most vulnerable among us is is one way to put it. How did local school officials end up using the money, or, or is it mostly just sitting? Well, mostly just sitting. So that just shows some of the school officials didn't know how to utilize that money and weren't provided adequate training on how to disperse it. The audit is explaining that some members of the Department of Education needed to explain it better. So just having 
in this conundrum of, of a lack of communication, pretty much. What more can you tell us about Montgomery County? Only because, as you well know, a lot of people who live in the county listen to us here on WTOP. Well, you see the majority, according to a chart, most a lot of the money... In a matter of fact, in fiscal year 2022, about 70% of $4.7 million allocated went unused. And in Montgomery County, it's the biggest school system in the state. And it also is very diverse. Maybe more than 10% of individuals of various backgrounds and ethnicities attend these schools. So when you don't use that money the right way, then the right people don't get services. And some of those services could be for after-school programs. Some of it could be for having more guidance counselors. That lack of additional services for schools hurts families. Will, what's the solution here? Anybody talking about how to fix this now? Well, you have the interim superintendent, Dr. Carrie Wright, and for, for listeners, she just started in October, so she's coming into this. And some of the recommendations are, and that what they're looking to do is to basically have more collaboration. They're going to, one thing they're going to do is put together an annual report that hopefully will be worked upon later in the summer so that you have all the stakeholders come together and pretty much make sure there's collaboration going on. It's Maryland Matters reporter Will Ford. And a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Protests erupt across the world in response to the death of Alexei Navalny, a Russian dissident imprisoned in Siberia. And warnings from a congressman. Russia is looking to put a nuclear weapon in space. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And we go to Mary DePompa in the WTOP Traffic Center. All righty, Luke. We're not seeing too many unusual things right now if you're riding around the Capitol Beltway. Lanes are open. The only thing to note, they went for a disabled vehicle in Alexandria. This is on the interloop. After the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, you step in in the through lanes along the right side, close to Telegraph Road. And again, help is on the way. He's well out of the roadway, but flashing lights. Be sure to scoot over. If we continue in Virginia... 395.95, we ride from the 14th Street Bridge all the way into Spotsylvania County. Doing pretty well now southbound 95 in Spotsylvania County as you pass uh, the Route 3 exit passing toward Route 1. And there's a disabled vehicle. It's hard to quantify exactly where it is, but it is on the left side. A lot of flashing lights. You'll come at it at speed. That's all I can tell you from our one-camera shot. So watch out along the left side after Route 3, disabled vehicle. Not in the lanes, but a ton of equipment with it. Now, if you're northbound, nothing in your way. And uh, if you are northbound all the way through the 14th Street Bridge, it is riding well. On the Maryland side, 50 coming eastbound or westbound, excuse me, toward the Beltway. You're coming inside the Beltway or toward the inside of the Beltway. There is a crash right there. They were along the right. They're well past the exit, but not quite underneath. So watch for flashing lights there. If we continue in Maryland, it was a big fire in Hughesville. So in southern Maryland on 231 Prince Frederick Road, the fire activity is near Patuxum Woods Lane. They had a couple of units, um, mutual aid from two different counties. So it sounded like a pretty big fire. They were alternating travel. That still appears to be the case. Follow police direction. And this traffic report was brought to you by Jackson Hewitt. Why are people saying, hue yeah, to Jackson Hewitt? You can find out before it's too late. Hurry into Jackson Hewitt today. Mary DuPont for WTOP Traffic. Two seven News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. Hey, good morning. It's a cold start out there with some teens and 20s after a 
pretty chilly Saturday. The good news is we're much warmer today with sunshine near 50 degrees. Seasonable temperatures, and we'll do it again on your President's Day with a high of 52 and sunshine for the afternoon. Still warming up throughout the week. I think we'll have the mid to upper 50s by Thursday with some more cloud cover. Friday's weather maker, probably all rain with temperatures in the 50s still. And eventually next week, we're back to the 50s and 40s with drier conditions again. 24 now, Tyson's 22, Germantown, Bethesda 23, Arlington 25. Coming up on WTOP. You may not see them here, but the inventor of the snowmobile gets a top honor. I'm Ralph Fox. 620. carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Oh, February cold is ready to blitz, and I have your defense. This is Dave Johnson, and that's why you need my friends at Window Nation. Replace your windows now and save 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. And speaking of now, Window Nation can install your new windows in one day or less, and Window Nation's windows come with a lifetime warranty. So go ahead, call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate and tell them Dave Johnson sent you. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. It's 622. It's probably been a while since you've seen a snowmobile in the DMV, but its inventor is heading for the Hall of Fame. The creator, Joseph Armand Bombardier, also went on to create the Ski-Doo snowmobile. He spent a lot of time in the snow growing up in Quebec, Canada in the early 1900s. The first cars weren't built to handle the winter weather. Rini Paiva with the National Inventors Hall of Fame says the early snowmobiles looked more like a car. They had a little bit of a look of an automobile, but with these, you know, um, skis attached to the front. One model had the capacity of 25 kids and was used as a winter school bus. Kids had to find a way to get to school and you can't not send your kids to school just because of the weather. Bombardier will be inducted posthumously in May. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Looking for love online? 39% of couples say that they have met online. Today, a few trends you need to know in your quest for love or lust. I'm Kim Commando. Get tech smarts with my free newsletter, getkim.com. To stay prepared, here are some popular dating trends. 
One, breadcrumbing. That's when someone sends just enough texts and messages to keep you interested. Minimum effort dating, my advice, don't respond. Two, orbiting. Ever have someone ghost you, but they still keep 